what's going on, y'all, man? Welcome back. Black Street Boys Show, episode numero 70 y siete. As usual, your boy Brandon Keith Jones, a.k.a. The Range Brother, 2K Jones. You don't bother the man to my left. It's your boy, the Pinky Rain Prince. Marge, man, the medicine girl, my fucking dance. You know, I'll be rocking. Got your one, D. Johnson. DJ Smooth, the man with the money, man. You know what it is. Man, you know who it is. The CEO, the prayers, Rob the God, Rob Philosophies, whatever you want to call me, baby. Let's get it. Man, Patreon. Discord. Discord. Shout out to everybody in both of those. Numbers going up every single week. Let's get into the patrons already. You already know. Mm-hmm. Malik Cosby Wright. All right, Dan 74. Larice Maraz. Joe Ross. Terrence Curtis. Mr. Dio Girl. Quinlan. Jeremy. How fast? What with three? Quay Season. Carlos. Big Mike. One Driz. Quandale. Hakim. Ole. Jeremy Robertson. Side the guy. Man. I told you it's too long. I'm not doing that. That's why I, I tried to do it for you. Man. And I don't know why I tried to do it for you. Man, man you fucked it. You might as well end it right there. No, no, that's, that's why. I'm solid, man. I'm solid. Man. Like, like, you know, they gonna like, hate, but got they a few ain't... interesting names. I have to like dumb down some of the names. One dude's name is like 150 characters long. Oh okay, that's ridiculous. How are you allowed to? They gonna hate, but they ain't gonna I'm do not it though. It's a paragraph. They gonna hate, but they not gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 oh. I never, I never signed up to be no auctioneer. That was never like that was never anything I visioned. And nah, visioned it was doing. the canvas that you placed though. Mm-hmm. You had the whole stencil set and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back when it was like fucking ten names on that motherfucker. Okay, bars. Now we're like what twenty one. Um, it, it, well, I appreciate everyone that's in there. You already know a Patreon exclusive love. stream coming up after this three hour mm-hmm. plus long podcast, exclusive content every single week. Have some extra, you know, stuff in there that you might just throw in. Just bow. You don't even know what's coming, man. Shout out to everyone that's in there. Appreciate y'all for the support. Three dollars, man. Link in the description. You already know. As long, along with the Discord too. That is also in the description, y'all. Let's get straight into some things, man. Straight into some things. Daenerys Johnson. Yeah, I want to bring up a little infuriating inconvenience. Um. Toilets. Yeah, I saw this in the notes. What you mean by toilets? What about toilets? Is There's a lot you, of man. problems with toilets that just bother the hell out of me. Such as? Little-ass toilets. Okay. I, I, uh, I hear you on that. You go in somebody's house and you use the bathroom, and they got this damn toddler-ass toilet in there. Like, I'm not a big guy. Right. So if the toilet's small as hell, how the hell are you sitting on it? Hey, that's a good question. Yeah, if you sit on the toilet, your neck, your knee shouldn't bend beyond a ninety degree angle. I'm just saying. Or like you sitting down, and I'm short, so like my my why are my legs on an incline, damn near. That's what I'm saying. Right. The toilet is so right low at an acute angle. Yeah, like, like bro, that's not no. Like, cause they say the healthy way to shit is you know you're supposed to get. Oh shoot, I'm not supposed to say my fault. Um, <laughs> no, wait a few minutes. No, that's good. It's what's it called? Good. But you're not supposed to you know poop with uh. A stool, you're supposed to poop with a stool, you know. Mm-hmm. You put your feet on, your feet up, yeah. yeah, good for elevation, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, you are. Wait, yeah. what? You're supposed to have a stool to put your your feet on? Yeah, like you we, take a, a we dump. Really supposed to bend down a lot further than that, but that just helps. Yeah, you put your mm-hmm. feet up. So that's why, like, in the crib, I'm getting the stuff like get holes and they just squat in the hole. Yeah, yeah. that's how yeah. we supposed to. Shit. I ain't with all that. We get in the house, we get a stool, bro. We get a stool, stool, okay, yes, okay, and we get a bidet. What your job? No. The house, nigga. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, um, I don't like how you know you can come across a lot of small toilets, and I think it's very uh, unfortunate with toilets clogged. I think that is some bullshit, you know, because you know you you take your normal you know normal dump, and then all of a sudden, motherfucker don't want to flush. <laughs> like I never forget the first time that my toilet didn't flush. I was probably like seventh grade. <laughs> this is a core memory. <laughs> yes, it is. It's the first it no, time. no, it is. It is. It, it definitely is a core memory. Like this messed me up. The like, first of many. Yes. No. 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 Not many. But yeah. I, I, I can count on one hand how many times you caught my toilet before DJ. I don't think that's right. Oh, you was a hoe for that. That's, that's, that's hyperbole, bro. That's great. That's ridiculous as hell. 
Either way, oh, man, man. Um, you know, flush it like normal. And you see the water low. Like, the water don't come all the way back up like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. I'm a dumbass, so I'm like, oh, okay. Let me just try to flush it again and make the water, you know, be where it's supposed to be at. Then I see the start of water rising. I'm like, mm, I ain't even got that far before. <laughs> 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 and I'm just like, okay. And it's like continuing to rise. Like, it just keeps going up. At the time, I didn't know we even had a plunger. So I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what to do, so... Oh, yo, stinking ass. <laughs> yeah. Motherfucker starts overflowing. See, yo, you clean that motherfucker too. You left it there? <laughs> you left it there? No, hell no. Oh, okay. My, I'm in my own house. I can't leave. Like, I, I got to deal with it. Oh, yeah, right. It wasn't like that Walmart bathroom. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. You can just leave. Um, but either way, shit, motherfucker started overflowing. Luckily, we didn't have any, like, uh, rugs and nothing in the bathroom, but got all over the floor, and um, I'm kind of panicking, because, like... It was summer, so my dad, my parents were home. Cold, dookie water. (laughs) That's gonna be the worst thing. You go number two on that motherfucker. But my parents were home, so I'm like panicking, trying to figure out what the fuck to do. My sister just laughing at my ass. Like she's like, "You clubbed too early. You don't know what to do." (laughs) And I was like, "Ah, "Okay, bet." So I just started grabbing towels, like uh, dirty towels that we had, just like pushed down. And my dad came home, and he walked past the bathroom. He was like, "What the hell is that smell?" And I'm like. Oh, jeez. I had to, I had to confess, because I'm like, I know if he figures it out, he'll kick my ass. So I told him, I'm like, Dad, I closed the toilet. He said, well, how the hell did you clean it? And I'm like, well, I just grabbed some towels. and you know, Like I said, I'm in seventh grade. I'm stupid as hell. Like, God damn. I'm dumb as shit, you know? So I grabbed some towels, put it down. And my dad's like, you are a stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you need to go downstairs, grab some bleach, grab some Febreze. You need to get the scrubbing that whole damn flow. Woo this, woo that. Long story short, he cussed my ass out because I shit it too hard and it clogged the toilet. You're supposed to poop, then flush, then wipe, then flush, DJ. No, nah, I, I ain't gonna, I don't do all that. You don't do that? It's just, it's just a, it's just like, it's, it's every time you clog that toilet, it's like, damn, my dumb ass is like, damn, I wasn't expecting that, nigga. You think like, oh, I ain't gonna, once you clog it a couple times, okay, I learned my lesson, I ain't gonna clog it right. again. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna, I clogged the toilet about a few months ago, a couple months ago, <laughs> for like a stupid ass motherfucker. Wait, and but I like, should've known, because motherfucker was just, it was like 4th of July in that motherfucker. Mexican <laughs> Independence Day, Chinese New Year, American New Year. It was all of that shit, bro. But Whatever is, you can name, we got some fireworks, and that's what it was. Dude. I just got you got too much dip in your chip. You get too confident, too arrogant. Is it really our fault though? Yes. Yes. So how do you avoid the uh, flush that motherfucker earlier? Nigga. Poop. <laughs> okay, nigga, poop, flush, <laughs> white flush. Few wipes. If you do more than like five wipes, it's time. To, it's time. To, it's time. To, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Okay, that's what you Give said. it up. That's what you said. Just give it up. I don't man. use toilet paper, so. What the hell? Okay, you, you got to continue your sentence after you say that. You Can I finish? Your... Yeah, I didn't yes. even get to finish. You got to finish. That's just, that's just, just a ridiculous statement. Like, you should have been <laughs> rushing that shit. Like, like, no, I do wipe my ass, but I use This is just wipe. a ridiculous statement in the first place. <laughs> I use wet wipes. I don't use, because I think I feel like wet wipes are more efficient. You should you use both? So, like, what about, how do you dry your, because it's wet. You just leave no, your it's ass. Not, no, it's not. It's not. That's the thing, bro. Like, and <laughs> I knew he was saying that. Like the crazy drop, part is, when I said it, I knew when I was explaining myself, I knew he would say that. Well, explain shit. yourself, nigga. Damn. It's not as wet as y'all make it seem. Y'all oh, make he it just seem leave, like... he just got moist, he got moist, <laughs> moist booty crack. Motherfuckers he just walk around with that motherfucker too. That's just is ridiculous. Motherfuckers talking like it's like some sopping wet ass towel that you just place in your, your butt. Nigga, cheek. I didn't say sopping wet, I said moist. Moist is even a stretch though. This nigga cheeks are sliding together after you wiping shit. Hell no, boy. Hell no. Well, your ass you use toilet strange... paper and fingering your butthole. Oh my god! That mother... you see, you <laughs> stop, stop right there, right there. Stop right there. Oh stop, right there. Stop right there. 
Just stop, bro. I, don't, I ain't trying to hear you get started, bro. Anybody trying to hear that shit. Well, no, nah, I mean, stop. How is it? How is it? How is it? Y'all don't want to hear, but y'all want to get on my ass. I ain't even get the chance to finish my goddamn Finger statement. And y'all already down my throat talking about some, oh, you, you, your ass cheeks is wet and all this other shit, man. Goddamn, you don't get on my ass. Why well, can get on your ass, motherfucker? Okay, you over here, you toilet paper. Finger your damn butthole and shit. Nigga, please stop. <laughs> yeah, stop that. Yeah, please yeah. stop. No, How many you times stop. you going to say it? No, bro. you stop, motherfucker. You stop. <laughs> <laughs> you stop. Damn. Motherfucker, motherfuckers mad because you hygienic and shit. You want to wipe your ass with motherfucking Nigga, wet wipes just, and shit. But, but if you're going to do that, since you just like, you know what I'm saying, dry it off a little bit afterwards. Huh? Like, I respect like it because you put me on. What what they call dude wipes? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Flushable wipes. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I use Equate now, though, because dude wipes are expensive. Okay, okay. Um, Facts. You no, know, we finance friendly over here. Yeah, right? I use that. I still use that Equate lotion too. You know what okay. I'm saying? Get out the money. Hey, get the job done. I use cocoa Vaseline. butter. Cocoa butter is real cheap. Okay. Like well, you big, get that big ass tube still? No, the big ass. That big ass. You, still, you get that still? Mm-hmm. Nigga, let that shit go, man. <laughs> it it works. It's nice, man. That watery ass shit, man. Let and it smell good. Go. It smells good, man. Lord have mercy. He do what he know. He do what he know. I thought, you know, but there toilet that is, you know. Interesting top, nigga. Like you know, what I'm saying fall. I thought you were gonna go like fall in it. Like maybe like. Oh, I don't do that. No, no, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. That's the that's for uh, uh, bitch ass motherfuckers. Uh, that doesn't make no sense. Yes, it is. How you, I mean, that's a woman shit. Women what? fall in the toilet. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, because no, men no. leave it up. Men no, leave it, it up. Men they get used to sitting down, right. so they stop so checking. Men leave it up. Men leave it up. So, yeah. so you want to get this whole territory of sitting down to pee, and like that, like men don't sit down to pee. I mean, he's been that? doing it for fucking <laughs> years, though. You know, like Africans in, Afri- in Africa. Africa they're not, why up. you say it like there's but something no, like wrong? No, he's been getting on our ass for years, though. Yeah, I don't sit down to pee. Y'all do that. That was ridiculous, man. Ain't nothing wrong with sitting down. Ain't nothing wrong with sitting down to pee every time I pee, though. I didn't say every single time. Right. You don't do it every single time. I only do it. Only do it when I'm at home. Yeah. You got places to be. You motherfucker, you stand up. But sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You sit your ass down. Exactly. No, that's facts, though. Exactly. Ain't no wrong. Facts, it's just a toilet, nigga. Like, it's a seat for a reason. There's a reason why. Bro. Like, what, it's just for the women to sit down? And just... No, I'll just say I don't sit down. That's what I'm saying. Not oh, just, no, not, no. Not for the but, but we already know. Okay. That's great. Cool. know he be going with it, though. Yeah, you just a bitch ass. Nigga. <laughs> you know, in other countries and stuff like that, that's like that's what they do, right? Uh, well, a lot of times, like, Africa. We know about them, then. Oh, we know about them. <laughs> DJ, let's continue, man. What else, what else you have, man? Oh, uh, okay. So we had a little argument at work. Uh, it was a long argument, too. We was cussing each other out. But how do y'all pronounce that um, store in the mall that sells pretzels? Auntie Anne's. Oh, people, you, they say Auntie? Auntie Anne's. Nah. It's Aunt Anne's. But it's Aunt. technically, it technically is pronounced Anne. What? It's pronounced Ant. Yeah, A-U-N-T is pronounced Ant, low-key. That's bullshit. But, but it's I've auntie, saying, though. I've is been it saying not? auntie my whole life. Yeah. Is it A-U-N-T-I-E? It's, no, no, yeah. And it's pronounced auntie. If you go look it up on Google right now, it's going to say er, auntie. It's going to say auntie. That's bullshit. That's fucking But who's BS. saying that, though? Auntie. That's I mean, some people do, but like, yeah. I think that's incorrect pronunciation. Yeah, I was like, any ands, any ands. I'm like, what the hell is that? You sound like a siren, goddammit. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck is that? He's like, how do you play it? I'm like, no, what the hell is not? And we would just got into, it was like an hour of conversation. We would just cut oh, each other auntie. out. Mm-hmm. Over auntie Whoever's auntie, saying yeah. auntie is ridiculous. We got a lot of time yeah. on my, our hands at work sometimes. Aunt, my auntie uh, <clears throat> down south say auntie. Yeah, really? I mean, yeah. I hear people say yeah, mm-hmm. never. I've heard aunt, but I've never heard auntie. Mm-hmm. But her name is like Antoinette. Antoinette. Antoinette? Yeah, Antoinette. So that she be calling her no aunt. Aunt, aunt. That's cool. Yeah, she be calling herself aunt, aunt. Double aunt. Lord, have mercy. That's wrong. Anyways, y'all. Got something more serious to bring up, man. Sure. 
somewhat serious to bring up. <laughs> Some of y'all may know who this guy is. This is a legend in the game for various reasons, music, and just, uh, I mean, a P. Diddy. Y'all know who he is, formerly known as Puff Daddy. Puff. He changed the name because that name probably sounds suspect already, so he changed the name to Diddy. But man, the but the play. actions still, they just reign supreme, man. The actions reign supreme. Over the years, man, there has been a whole bunch of accusations of him. None of his, I guess technically none of his just been confirmed, I guess. But uh, uh, I'm just going to name off a few. Most recently, he added a, a case with his former ex, with his ex-wife. Her name was Cassie Ventura. And she accused him of assault, you know, mentally, physically, and sexually. All of that, mm-hmm. man. All of that. I'm just going to start naming all some of the stuff. So most recently, he was accused of assaulting his ex-wife, Cassie Ventura, on multiple occasions, both physically and sexually, coercing Ventura into having relations with sex workers, paying $50,000 to a hotel for footage of him assaulting Cassie. And he also allegedly blew up Kid Cudi's car. Uh, oh, my God. Because she was uh, oh, dating. Because he was dating yeah. her. And, yeah, and then most recently, you know, he was going to go to court. But uh, he paid Ventura off. With the settlement. So now it's just gone. It's not said how much he paid, but basically, yeah, man, it, it ain't. Wait, y'all, y'all wait, 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 wait hold on. You said he paid her off? He mm-hmm. paid her off. Yeah. I thought she denied it. No. No, he paid her off. No, she's the one that accused him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He paid a, her off. It was a silence. Uh, yeah. You know, they got the thing you can sign, yeah. like, uh, oath of silence for this amount of time. For this oh, amount for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's why it's coming out now. now. All right. Got you, got you, got you. Okay. Damn. Well, I mean, this is celebrity shit. That nigga did that shit. Yeah, I think he did. Uh, It's celebrity stuff. Well, I won't speak definitively on anything, but... uh, Right. The telltale signs. Right. You know, (laughs) other accusations, you know, people, you know, he's allegedly, he makes artists perform homosexual acts for record deals and things of that nature. You know, many artists, you know, 50 Cent, 50 Cent just goes on record always calling him fruity and stuff, always calling him gay, (laughs) left and right. You know, fabulous, exhibit, and just many more I've spoken out about those crazy parties he has and how they just seen scandalous things and uh exhibit even went to a club with him and it turned out he saw some things uh so some very jarring things knobs being slobbed things like that yeah just butt naked dudes in corners just stuff like that and it's like he said you know i just been in a lot of clubs i ain't never i ain't never been in no club like that (laughs) so he just i guess they saying that diddy took him to a, a gay club (laughs) <laughs> like that and they had like that whole section in it like by themselves but they saw they caught like some glimpses of some things happening, right. some shit like that and you know like I said, I'm not in here to, to to be homophobic or nothing like that if that's what you like that's what you like but you can't just be surprising people with that facts you know that's not is you surprise motherfucker that's not that's not consensual right it's not nah, consensual we, at we, we, we talked about that with Dwight if it's a surprise it's, surprise. it's not consensual it's not consensual it's go. not consensual put that and, on t-shirt and just with with, with Diddy bro it's just, he got too much accusations against him, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got too much. There's too much. Like, he was, he. I didn't even notice until recently because I guess I wasn't, I just don't get killed with that type of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know he was mentoring Usher like that when he was like a, oh, a, yeah. a teenager, uh, uh, 13, he, 14 he years Usher old. He took Usher to uh, what I like to call the Zesty Island. Hmm. And, and or well, as Usher describes it, it's an island where, you know, they take young artists, you know, to hone their skills. And other skills. Yeah, like I said, he don't Usher don't go yeah. into no vivid details yeah. or nothing. He don't go into no vivid details or nothing. All we know is that at 13, 14 years old, Diddy would take him to these crazy ass Hollywood parties. And Usher just said there's a lot of wild stuff going on. And people, like I said, people always just talked about these parties, how they got crazy stuff going on. They don't mm-hmm. get necessarily get into crazy detail, but it's always alluding something 
you know nefarious yeah it's always losing something like that you know suspect you know it's always losing something like that and uh, he also mentored like justin bieber when he was like 16 mm-hmm. he just needs to stay away from the goddamn kids bro like why why do you want to be around motherfuckers that age as well, a grown man? Just like our, just like it's not a good look. Knew about R. Kelly in mm-hmm. the nineties. Everybody knew about P. Diddy. It's like yeah, yeah. they say the biggest difference. Some people say that the biggest difference between R. Kelly and P. Diddy is just that you know R. Kelly is broke. Yeah, that's he don't nice. got no hush money. Wow, he had hush money for a little bit. Yeah, but uh, after <laughs> that, he ain't had no more hush money. Yeah, that, that people started around. just you saw how I just kept kept racking up. That is highly unfortunate. Yeah, P. Diddy is damn near, he, he got hundreds of millions of dollars. So, you know, yeah, I don't know what's, I don't know how you're going to get him. But, Apparently, uh, uh, P. Diddy hung Wale over a balcony. Yep, I uh, heard that too. For Hung him? Over yes. over that same woman, Cassie. Mm-hmm. Over that same woman. Wait, so I got a question. For, hold, Cassie hold, hold, is the girl Cassie who made Ventura. me and you? I don't know who the hell she is. I just know she's the ex wife of P. Diddy. I have no idea. To me, that was kind of irrelevant. It was just what he was doing, was that was the relevant part. Yeah, that's crazy. Wale, I like Wale. Damn. Yep, hung over a balcony with someone like else. Yeah, so they said they saw him. Shit was crazy I mean, as hell. I mean, Michael Jackson. But I got a question for y'all, man. Would you rather go homeless or sign a record deal to P. Diddy? Dang, sign a record deal. I ain't gonna lie. That nigga like to touch butts. Um, I think I'm going <laughs> homeless. I'm gonna be honest mm. with you. Well, I'm not. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm doing it. <laughs> right, exactly. So I think I'll take the record deal. Okay, right. Rob, but nah. there's things that come with that you, record deal. But you putting your hands up for it. Nigga, I'm going we homeless. We putting our hands down. I'm, I'm going homeless. We just saying Yeah, I ain't going to lie. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't touching Nigga, my you butt. ain't getting no money unless you slobbing some knobs. And you, you may be an exception to that rule, but I'm not taking that risk. He's taking You got to slice some knobs. Ain't no risk. Boy, just that is a heavy risk. That man is a walking cautious. Yeah, if you get on this, you get on his nerves. Might blow up some shit of yours or some shit like that. It ain't worth it. You, you got rumors of him putting the hits on all these motherfuckers. Like Let's I don't want. Listen, I'm not saying I don't know which how much of that shit is true. But if just one of them things is true, it's enough for me to stay the hell away. Yes. Well, I mean, the the main culprit of him doing all the crazy stuff is people sleeping with his girl and being with his girl. Don't be with this girl. Uh, most recently, that's not that's, that's, the that's only recently. Thing. There's hella, hella women out here, especially if you're in an industry like it that. It ain't just that. It ain't just the girl. That's most recently. That's most recent. But what's the other stuff? Uh, that's the other shit I said. Over business, a lot the of parties, all that. That's on his own. Yeah, that's his own accord. You don't have to go. I said you got to sign a deal to get that deal. You want yeah. to do some things. Yeah. DJ, yeah. this yeah. man is no. giving now. You don't know exactly no. what them he, things are going to be. We, it's all alleged. It's all alleged. Like I said, I'm not speaking, you know what I'm saying? I'm not acting like I know everything that's going on. But uh, there's too much. You there's too have, much, you I guess. You don't have to slap some knives, man. No, bro. Potentially. You can, you can be But you're going to be homeless in Chicago streets. I'd rather. I rather. I'm not Chicago. Burps. Not as bad. Uh, be out there know. gawking and locking. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm gonna find a way. I'm gonna, you can, I can at least find a way. And in the blistering cold. You say I can get a job and like, I told you can still come back up. Niggas like to see crackheads. Yeah. I'll be out there entertaining the folks. Okay, you just choosing to pick up crack? I didn't say nothing about crack. <laughs> oh, my back. fault. It's just choosing to pick up crack. Oh, interesting. I thought homelessness was a gateway. <laughs> but yeah, that's all that, man. I, I don't know. That that PD, that's just, I, just, I just look at it. I'm just saying, damn. Like, is, is someone going to finally like get this nigga? No. You I just mean, said it. Well, you just said why. He got money. Well, if, a Keith, lot of it. if Keith D does his job and snitch, Diddy going down. <clears throat> I don't know, man. We can move on. We ain't got to spend too much time on that. I got something more important to talk about, y'all. It's something that's been weighing on my mind for a long time, y'all. This is something 
that is not a new sensation. It's something that's been plaguing us, black people, and really just people in general, for generations on generations, hundreds and hundreds of years. Y'all, I'm focusing on the blacks today, as usual. Y'all, some people might, I might ruffle a few feathers, but I think some of y'all can finally agree with this. Y'all, I took the chance to even write it down. I don't even write. I don't even write. I told y'all I'm not the biggest fan of reading and writing. You can't read. <laughs> but I did it today. Handwriting actually looked pretty decent. I surprised myself, y'all. So I got something to talk about today, y'all. You ever met someone that's just making a ruckus, perpetuating things, that's just keeping black folks down? You can't have no fun. People come and ruin the moments. Niggas, nigga moments. Jigaboo. I came up with a new word for it, y'all. Came up with a new word to describe all these moments that's keeping us down, man. Jigaboo whistle. Now I've sprinkled this word. I sprinkled this word all throughout this podcast, all throughout okay. these past few weeks, months, whatever. I sprinkled it. But I didn't go and specifically define it, y'all. So I'm gonna read this off for y'all, okay? I did this for y'all, okay? So jigaboo wisdom. The chronic tendency of willful ignorance, rash decisions, and or perpetuation of negative stereotypes or conditions of the African-American black individual. It is important to note that one can show the symptoms of jigabooism without having the disease itself. Popular satirical comedy show The Boondocks has recognized this phenomenon as a nigga moment. We are all capable of succumbing to these moments. The diagnosis of jigabooism requires a highly in-depth observation of one's psyche. Most diagnosis is common. Though curable, the riddance of jigabooism requires the diseased person to recognize one's own self-destructive behavior and seek enlightenment. However, due to the ignorant nature of this chronic illness, this is highly unlikely. <laughs> highly unlikely. <laughs> it is unknown exactly what percentage of black people in America suffer from jigabooism today. It is also not uncommon that the person accusing another individual of jigabooism or things of that nature mm. suffers from the illness themselves. <laughs> Hypocritical in nature. Now, I go on. Now, examples of jigabooism are included, but not limited to. If someone finds themselves in a verbal dispute or disagreement, and their natural response is to resort to physical altercation, violence, shoot a nigga, punch a nigga in the face, do accessory, this person very may well suffer from jigabooism. Very may well suffer from them. This is outrageous. If this person always ostracizing somebody, calling everything gay, y'all know Riley from the boondocks. Oh, this nigga gay. Every single reason. You saw the Dwight Howard situation. The biggest, the biggest motherfucking story about that wasn't the fact that he potentially, no, you potentially set up a man and sexually assaulted him. It was just, nigga, you gay. <laughs> that is jigabooism. Cause y'all, cause y'all, cause y'all. Okay. Cause y'all. Okay. People in the LGBTQ plus community. They are part of the black community as well. Mm -hmm. Now, that is something that people do, us as black men deal with masculinity. We can't, as an athlete, use the reason why these people are in the closet. Because if they came out, they facing constant ridicule. They can't even be themselves. Mm -hmm. If you constantly ostracizing other black people just for being something that is not what is the stereotypical or whatever you want to say, what a black person is supposed to be, you are perpetuating jigabooism. Okay? So, in general... Being so confined with the metaphorical box of what the stereotypical black man or woman is supposed to be. So much so that one decides to make a conscious or sometimes even unconscious effort to not be perceived as stepping outside of said box. Overall, jigabooism is just an umbrella term for black people's self-inflicted vices, y'all. Jigabooism. I found a way to put the whole umbrella on everything. Mm. These rappers, jigaboos, jigabooism every single day. Rapping about popping perks, shooting niggas. They claim that they're not glorifying it. They is. They glorifying it. They glorifying it. Don't let them tell you no bullshit mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I, and I go for the women too. 
shaking that ass all the time, finesse a nigga, Coochie get pink, pregnant, no, lock him, eight-figure nigga. You can't even rap about nothing real as a woman. Then be mainstream. You got to throw that ass. You saw Megan Thee Stallion in her new song talking about depression. She almost off herself. But what's the hook? This pussy depressed. What does your pussy have to do with it? What does that even mean? You ain't got no penis in a while. What does that mean? I have a theory behind that bar, but we can keep it. What does that mean? Y'all, Jigaboo Wisdom has been plaguing us for generations and generations, y'all. And listen, like I said, it's unknown exactly how many people suffer from Jigaboo Wisdom. It's unknown. You don't know. I myself, I will say I am recovering you know, I am recovering a person from Jigabooism. I'm recovering. I'm recovering. I'm recovering. I have done things to perpetuate the negative things that keep us down. I have. I'm not going to lie. And I'm, I'm trying my best to make the cognitive decision to better myself and to help lead my black brothers and sisters. And we can get past this. Because it's just it's just keeping us separate, man. What y'all think? Jigabooism. I think that was mighty impressive. That was mighty impressive. I think we need to partner up impressive. and uh, uh, write the book of Negroid. I think that'd be a lot of help for Black people if we had a book for Negroids, you know, right? Of Negroid knowledge. I think, right. I think we might need that. That, right. was, that was mighty impressive. Thank I'm you, brother. Right. Right, thank you, brother. I thought probably a couple weeks ago, man. Because like listen, y'all, I call it jigabooism, and jigaboo is it's a funny word. It's a funny word. I can't lie. I can't lie. I've been called jigaboo more times than pretty much any other Black person on the face of the planet. <laughs> Yes, I have. Yes. He has. I have. They tried to give me a nickname. Matter of fact, they didn't try. They were successful in it. I didn't. Don't say. Don't say the name. Don't say the name right now. We can talk about that maybe a different time. I just don't feel like hearing it right now. I don't feel like hearing it right now. But y'all, we have. We have faced. I have faced it. But y'all, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta admit it, y'all. You gotta admit it. You probably, you've watched this right now. You probably suffer from jiggable wisdom. You probably suffer from it. Definitely. Boy, you see it a lot too. And uh, you can, like I said, one moment you don't, you can, you can have a jigaboo moment, but you don't, that don't mean you suffer yeah, from the right. actual disease itself. But you got repressed cells, though. Scientifically, <laughs> scientifically speaking, uh, ninety-six point six percent of Black people suffer from jigaboo wisdom. Probably, probably, <laughs> it, <laughs> probably. It, 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 it goes to the institutionalization. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we always beefing with each other every single time, every single dog on time. Y'all those facts, funny man. Yo, buddy, y'all hilarious. What y'all got to say on that, man? What, what's some, what's some, what's some moments of jigabooism that you've seen? I would, I would this was the other day. Okay. Uh, me, I took this girl to lunch. <laughs> uh, why you laughing, man? Nah, just go ahead. You don't take it. No, 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 no. I just, I just think the jigabooism word is funny, but that's part of the point. Keep going. Oh yeah. Um, I took me, I took you know my coworker, me and her went to lunch at Chipotle, and you know we get our food, we sit down. And it's this black dude. Like, I had made a comment, because right. I'm a jokester. Mm -hmm. Recently, Joliet Ch uh, Chipotle just got two new black workers in there. And they was talking and, you know, talking oh. loud, laughing yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, I made the joke. I'm like, oh, they got some niggas in here. It's going to be some shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, she knew I was playing. And I knew I was playing. So we just laugh about it. You know, ooh, this, ooh, that. When I tell you five minutes go by and it's a black dude. Cussing each and they cussing each other out because apparently she, you know, made him feel like a child uh -huh. and all this other stuff. And he's pissed off because she didn't like he didn't like the way she was talking to him. When she was like, "There's no way you called it." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I know what it is. I, I'm black as hell. I don't see any shit all the time. Yeah. I see hey, shit all the time." It's fact because I definitely yeah. have been a part of jigabooism myself. Right. I'm not gonna speak on that too much. But <laughs> one time I was going out. One time I was going out with this girl, and we were in the city, and we were just at one of those late night taco trucks. You know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we got there a little too late. 
So we walk up. They're like, oh, closing down, closing down. Right. I'm like, all right. We go back. We sitting in the car just talking. I see another group of niggas walk up to the taco truck, and there's another group coming from the right side. They meet. Man, it was like a fucking riot started in the middle of the fucking street. Over niggas the taco started, truck? Niggas over started the taco? brawling over them tacos. Tacos? Yes. Yes, exactly. Jigaboo-ism. That is jigaboo-ism. We just look like, look like a fool. It's looking like fools. It's looking like fools. What are you fighting each other for? That's yeah, stupid as hell. That's jigaboo for real. Like, come on, bro. We need to keep it going, y'all. We need to keep... Every time you see some shit, acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. Even if they not... They may not suffer from, the, from that disease itself, but you need to... You need to note it so they can potentially prevent mm-hmm. it. Right, tendencies, you know. Because everyone has a moment. Like I said... Anyone can succumb to this moment. I don't care who you are, white or black. You can have one of these moments. You can have one of these moments. But it's specifically mainly towards American black people. Like we need, I, I created this term just in the effort to hopefully bring us together. But in order to bring us together, we have to make a direct diagnosis of what exactly what this is. Okay? That's jigaboo-ism. Mm-hmm. Simple, bro. Getting on people, you expect, like, you expect the, like black people to be like this certain character. We gonna write supposed to be like this certain character. We're going to be like a certain way. Mm-hmm. That's also perpetuating jigaboo-ism. We gonna write a book. Uh, that is that was impressive, Jones. That also was, doing it, man. We gotta write it. We gonna keep it's a movement. It's gonna be a dictionary-sized book too. We gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a movement. We are gonna keep bringing this up, y'all, for y'all, man. We gonna keep bringing this up. Yeah, we will not promote calling this degeneracy out every single time. Like I said, I'm a recovering, <laughs> I'm a recovering person myself. Okay, from the illness. Okay, but we moving on. Y'all not safe either. Y'all suffer from that motherfucking shit. I'm, I'm aware. A, I'm a carrier. Like I'm I said, aware. Respect, you just have to recognize that's what you, you got to recognize. It is what it is, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I'm a carrier. No one's above it, man. Yeah, it's contagious. Got to be. It is it contagious. Is. Oh, very contagious. Very contagious. I almost got to a fight hooping a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so, Miles, right, let's talk about something more positive about about the black folks. Man. Yeah, I had to get y'all's y'all's opinion because I've been all week, all last week, I've been just thinking, you know, high thoughts and. What is the most iconic black sitcom? Most iconic? Most iconic. Songs. I mean, I think that's different from my favorite. Yeah. But the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You think easy. so? Easily. Oh, yeah. Easy. You think Fresh Everybody Prince? knows that. Everybody well, knows Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Well, no matter who so you are. So when we say iconic, are we meaning. Because when you, when you, hear, balance when you like, hear black sitcom, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Everybody hates Chris. Yeah. I was gonna, yeah. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. Oh, just like Actual. the theme, just like the whole thing that the everybody. Theme. Yeah, that's facts. Everybody's Chris, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, um, I what think you think? Family matters. I, family matters. I, I think that's one of the most underrated jokes. Old though. Oh, okay. Well, for this, old? for like this time, for period. this time period, the oh, generation. I, I, but I mean, we because really didn't I, have black I remember Cows. growing up, but that was on Nick at Nick at Night and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. it was. But it was like, on Nick at Night when I was like, were you were you searching for it though? I was, I was a huge fan. Oh, of yeah, Family yeah. Matters. I love those episodes where they uh like turned Urkel around from the nerdy nigga to the cool nigga. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was rough. I think it had to go to everybody hates Chris because I feel like even if you weren't black, you could resonate. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But. But uh, Bernie Mac show underrated too. Every time that show was that little funky, that little funky intro, you're gonna start dancing. That's my favorite that's one. Good. That and everybody's Chris probably tired for me. Hell yeah. Underrated yeah. ones, my wife and kids underrated. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. You don't talk about that show. Not at all. It really does. Not nearly enough. My wife and kids. That was a really good show, man. Yeah. Really Junior. Good show. Junior Lewis. Hell yeah. Oh, I think people gonna say Martin too. I don't wanna uh, yeah. I'm gonna mention the I, I didn't watch Martin. I'm not gonna lie to you. I watched Martin, but I didn't watch it. They didn't. Yeah. I watched it. It was a really good show. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. For me personally, when I grew up, I saw a lot of things happening in Martin that was like very questionable to me. Like what? 
um, like the Shanae and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. They said he stole that character. Yeah, yeah. But they said he stole that character. I won't be for some other comedian. I don't, know, I don't know the details behind the sign. We'll go too much into that, but I heard it. I don't know. There's a but, lot. But still I, a legend, it's still a great though. show. Still, still great a legend. Show. Still a legend, without uh, a doubt. I don't know about that Big Mama shit, though. Oh, hell no. That, <laughs> that movie's ass. That movie's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is terrible. Yeah, I don't know about that. Crazy one, part, one, part is, right. we were gassed up when we were younger, too. I like yeah. that show. I like that show. As a kid, I felt like my parents let me gas it up to think it was funny, but like as I got older, like, Freshman year, sophomore year, I'm like, yeah, this shit isn't funny. Like, it's not good. It's not good. Like, like, why are you dressed up in this big ass black? Literally, like, nah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't rock with that. Nigga wanted to be Tyler Perry, man. For real. Swear. Damn near, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, yeah, man. I, I like that. I like that top man. Something a little positive just to go on. I mean, just go. It's one top of man. Got some more. Somebody, you got something else for us? Yeah. Too. So on my scrolling on Instagram, I seen a video that came up, and a guy was saying that the real reason a lot of our uh. Black men, I don't know why he tried to. Know. Oh, you know, I think I seen this video. He made. He said that the real reason we're scared of marriage is because we, as black men, know what goes on behind the scenes. We've probably, I don't know about y'all, but I've had my fair share of taking a couple niggas, bitches. You know. <laughs> okay. So fair. The guy said, you know, in my time, in my early twenties, early thirties, uh, I did a lot of smashing niggas' wives and girlfriends. Okay. With that wow. knowledge in the head. Why would you want to get married? If you do it, what makes you think niggas out here aren't Not also doing it? Yeah. yeah, but see, I don't know. It's it's a duality to everything, man, because I also have the girls that's in relationships that I want that I definitely could not get. Yeah, I was, I was, that's what I'm yeah. trying to say. Okay. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, but I see but the thing mean, is, but what though. type of women are those, though? Right. I like see you what said, mean, though, though, just like because... The, okay, go ahead. I've seen, like, even at my own job, I told y'all, Amazon is like a big-ass high school, like... Motherfuckers childish hell, childish mm-hmm. hell, and it's like you got these forty year olds with men and wives, I mean, and kids that are literally flirting with dudes our age. Mm-hmm. Wait, did I say men? Yeah, I was. It <laughs> got, so I got a little lost. Forty year old women that are flirting with uh guys our age, like okay, yes, yeah, yes, with wives and husbands, like. I mean, not wives. Damn, I'm mm-hmm. fucking up. Children and husbands that are fighting with guys like us. I don't know why that was so hard. Get together, nigga. My fault. Um, uh, what's it called? It got a little hard to follow. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I'm with you now, bro. That's on me. That's on me. I'm with you now. But yeah, like, it's just, I, I, I see what he mean. Because, like, if you're a culprit mm-hmm. of what you fear, why would you put yourself in that situation? Because he's the one smashing wives it, and it, girlfriends. It, it, why would he get a girlfriend or a wife? Right. I think it's just a, well, it's just, Okay, I see what you're saying, but at the same point in time, that is a fear. But at the same point in time, who you dating? Yeah. Who are you dating? There are, I feel like there's there's signs you can tell. Like, you're dealing with, you're dealing with, you know, great cut women, got good morals, stuff like that. Or you're dealing with bitches. Are you dealing with bitches? <laughs> and one thing, bitches? one thing a lot of guys, I feel like, fail to realize is, like, you know how everybody wants to flex, oh, I took this man's girl, or, you know. Mm-hmm. They say the same way you get them is the same way you, you lose them, stupid right. ass. <laughs> So like I've I've seen it firsthand. I've seen it firsthand. Max. Motherfucker, he like, oh yeah, I took this nigga a bit. You know, I'm I'm him. You know, I'm I'm that guy. That's ridiculous. Two months yeah. later, boom, next nigga. And I'm just like, you was a fucking fool. You really thought that you could take her and keep her. Dumbass. Yeah. Dumb as hell. <laughs> Dumbass. That's how you can read yeah. That's fact. Dumb as hell. No, bars though, for sure. That is bars. But like I'm not saying you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. I am. I'm not saying uh, right. you can't. Right. Uh, I am. I'm just saying. I mean, it's a possibility. You no, she's turned it. herself into that. But the thing is, 
you gotta like, I feel like you gotta move out of your, you gotta move out of state, you gotta move to a whole different city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay in the same, like you gotta, yeah, yeah. you gotta change like a, like an intervention. Yeah, you gotta have a whole new life. You can't go back though. You gotta leave, you gotta have a whole new life. You gotta start a whole new life. You gotta start from the bottom up. Niggas don't know who you are. You gotta think, you gotta take matters to your own hands. They know I'm a change. Yeah, you gotta, I'm my ways. That, that's yeah. all it is, man. It's all about perspective. All that's all he see is probably all he's surrounded by. Hell yeah. Right. Yeah, I've seen a lot, and I know that's not everything. I can understand the everything. paranoia, though. Yeah, clearly he's. I've been a male. I've been I mean, a male. He's, he's yeah. clearly skilled at what he does, mm-hmm. so he's actually being cognitive to know. Like, I doubt I'm the only motherfucker that can pull yeah. this kind of stuff off. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but like you said, because I don't know. think I'm Michael B. Jordan. Like, mm-hmm. but I've been a male mistress on on like on an occasion. Facts. Uh, on a few. Mm-hmm. I've brought people only out of relationships once. only once. Man, I, she went black. She never went back. Now that. come to now think about it, I think held the dreadhead. I think, said, "Well, I dodged the bullet." Me being a side nigga so long taught me how to be in a relationship. Hmm. How? Yeah, you learn. You, you learn, learn the do's and don'ts. I'm a gen- genuine question. You learn the do's and don'ts. Yeah, you know. Uh, she gonna come to you though. Don't, don't, don't listen she complains to this. You. She do this. Right. Mm-hmm. She complains to you. Do this when she complains. You know. Mm-hmm. She complains to you. Okay. You drop that dick off, and then she complains to you. It is bars though. It is bars though. Oh, you can hit the button if you want. I'm not gonna hit that. I don't support that. Right <laughs> Bars. Okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll go. Okay, that's a good one, though. That was a good one, man. Rob, man. Rob. Oh, man. Speaking of all this relationship matters, uh, I just wanted to talk about the spawn of heartbreak and what we think it is. Because mm-hmm. um, I was watching this podcast and everybody was saying, it's about the self-love and the fact that you put someone else above yourself and when they broke your heart, it just destroyed you. How y'all feel about it? Okay, read that. Say that back to me one more time. So what is the cause of heartbreak? No, I heard that, but I'm saying you said... They said you putting someone on a higher pedestal than yourself right. causes heartbreak. I don't think that's always... I can't see too much on that. I've been heartbroken. I can't, I, I can't that say can't it. always be the case. I can't see that always being the case. You know? Every time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, the first time you get your heart broke, some people be heartbroken, you know, five times over. True. So if my logical thing, if you got your heart broke the first time, okay, you're going to be like, all right, I'm going to be cognitive of what happened last time. Yeah. So for it to happen the second time, you getting heartbroken because you put that person above you, you should probably start reconsidering. So it can't, can't I don't think it could be, be every time. I don't yeah. think it could be every time. It can't possibly be that. So, okay, if it's not that, then what do we... What do we classify as the reason of heartbreak then? And this is not saying I have the answer. Uh, I don't have an answer, but I think I have, like, a perspective on it because I agree with them slightly. It's just about, like, lust, lust and infatuation. When you mm-hmm. are lusting for someone so bad, I guess you kind of view them in a light. I don't mean to say that they're like Jesus, but that they can do no wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I can agree to when that. they do do wrong, it's even worse. It's almost like a kid, you look at your dad like a hero or something, and then when he does something wrong, you're like, damn, it kind of hit a little bit harder. Yeah, I feel that. For me, I was going to go the route of more like um, you expect, I mean, I guess we're pretty linear with our thoughts, Mm -hmm. but you expect and want something from someone, and when you don't receive it, because like you've wanted it so bad, Mm -hmm. when you don't receive it, it kind of, especially if you were invested, Cause you only you only feel pain when you invest yourself into something and you don't get out what you look for. Mm. So I feel like it, me personally, especially like when I invest in somebody, and we get to some kind of level, and then you kind of fall off or you I don't get in return what I thought I was gonna get from my investment. 
that's when I really feel kind of slighted, and then mm -hmm. I feel quote unquote heartbroken. Now, of course, there's levels to it, but mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like, so I don't know. That's interesting. Um, I think it just, like you said, it just boils down. So, so. situational. I feel like. Yeah, but we're looking for the overall though. Yeah. Like, what's the blanket? Because, like you said, what spawns heartbreak? I mean, right. I like I said, I've never been heartbroken. DJ, you've been heartbroken. Yes. Samaj, you have. Yeah, right. I've been heartbroken for sure. So I'm just going from a bird's eye view, from observing niggas like y'all, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, on, I don't like how you phrase it. Wait, hold on. Is that Jigaboos? That is. That is. That is. No, no, that no, is. no. I just happened to say niggas. I did, by niggas, I didn't mean like. Nope, that's Jigaboos. I didn't mean anything about you being black. Come on, niggas. <laughs> Niggas is a neutral term. Why is a neutral term? No, niggas is a neutral term. Damn, man. I tried to get serious y'all for a second. I should, okay, fine. I should have used nigga. You can't say nigga no more? No, I didn't say that. I was just saying the way you was. How far we got to go with it? The way, the tone you was, you know. Niggas okay. like you. Right. and you know. Okay. Definitely Jake Wisdom. Brothers in situations, <laughs> situations like y'all. Okay. Okay. So, birds eye view, because I've observed stuff. I've observed stuff, especially you, DJ. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of stuff. I don't know everything that's going on. I'm not going to claim like I've seen everything. I know everything's mm -hmm. going on. I, I know I don't. But from what I've seen, mm -hmm. okay. So, all this stuff that y'all named definitely is all part of it. It definitely all goes into it. But I like mm -hmm. to just put it in lamest terms, okay? Mm -hmm. You got heart, you got break. You got heart, obviously, what that word resonates with is love, right? When that breaks, when it goes off, love is it's a really strong feeling. When it breaks off, you feel heartbreak. Mm -hmm. This is a deep sadness because it's like, you know, it's over now. Mm -hmm. For whatever the reason it may be, it may feel because you've been betrayed. It may just be because you guys just moved in your separate ways. You guys mm -hmm. grew apart from each other. For whatever the reason may be, there's a whole bunch of reasons mm -hmm. for heartbreak. But in general, you really love somebody, and then now it's just gone. It didn't work out. You feel like you saw something, you feel like it could be something, and it just mm -hmm. it didn't work out that way. Right. I feel like it's that simple. So if you want to put it like the, if you want to give like one reason why, yeah, I feel like that's the best. That's a good way to sum it up. That's a good way okay. to sum it up. False images and false expectations. It's it's ain't simpler. Work. Yeah, it's ain't work. That's all, that's all I would say with it. Mm. Would y'all say that um, y'all want to be in love at this point? Well, want to be in love? Yeah, I mean, I always want to be in love, but I wouldn't be as productive. I, that, that's you crazy. think so? This man said the exact same thing I was going to say. Really? Mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to yeah. say that. I, I want to be in love bad. Nah. Like, yeah, when I'm in love, I'll be laid up for days, man. But like you said, I won't wait. Be but shouldn't the right type of love inspire you to to work harder so you can provide? Like, Maybe well, we haven't come across that yet. It's a honeymoon stage love, I guess. It's yeah. lust. It's lust. And like you said, honeymoon mm -hmm. don't last long. Yeah. That's three months tops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, love it. It gotta be stronger than just that. Mm. So maybe, maybe I am misidentifying love. Then guess I'm identifying it as lust. Well, you got infatuation. Mm. It, yeah. it, it can be even more than lust. Lust is just more like a physical thing. Mm -hmm. You can be infatuated with someone, but like a love, I think that's. I feel like that's different. You know, right. like there's you go through like like the way my mom put it. I shouldn't have put no name out there, but anyway, the way the way you no, know, I know people they put it is just like people that have long lasting relationships. Cause my parents been together for shit. I don't know, like. 20, 30, I don't know, something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. And basically, it just goes through, it goes through stages, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I look at my grandparents, you know, and how my mom described my grandparents' relationship is my grandparents have been together for, like, forever, probably 60-plus years or whatever it may be. And basically, yeah, of course, they had the romantic phase, and they might have had multiple romantic phases, but now, of course, their love is still deep for each other. They're going to do 
things for each other. They're going to look out for each other. At the end of the day, of course, that love is still strong, mm. but it's a different type of love. It isn't always going to be lovey-dovey and stuff yeah. like that. Mm. That's why it goes to like responsibilities and things like that. You know, it's just deeper than that. If you're going to love just for like that, what you see in the movies, what you yeah. think it would be like, it's not, life is not a movie. Like, we romanticize that so much about everything. It, can, it doesn't have to be just about love, just about your life, problems that you're going through. You kind of mm-hmm. want it to be the certain way because, like, oh, imagine, like, it's this mm-hmm. movie or whatever. But, you know what I'm saying? Your life could be a movie <laughs> or whatever it may be, but it's not necessarily going to be that, that quintessential what it's, you know, what it's been put in our head to be. Right. You got to mm-hmm. live your thing out. You don't know exactly how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You just have to do the best with your circumstances. That goes with love. That goes with everything in life, whatever right. you might be facing. Loss, whatever. Bush. Sure. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Barman, barman. You feel me? You feel me? Yeah, that yeah, was definitely bars. That's what, I, that's what I always say that, man. But Rob, I know he has something else, yeah, something else for us, too. That kind of attests to a further thing of people thinking that shit don't stink. You know, um, people have problems in their relationships, and they're very quick to up and leave. Do you think that sacrificing your peace is ever worth it? Because now kind of get into a different conversation right. where there's something that you really don't think you can deal with, but everything else is really good. So like, so like, okay, so that, so I like that. Wait, but topic. He says it's one particular thing you can't deal with, but mm-hmm. everything else is really good. Mm-hmm. So are you at peace or are you in distraught? Well. Well, I guess you're in a, a mixture of both. If you're right. not going to be in peace forever, that's not possible. Right. Something's going to irk the sphere, I yeah. guess. I mean, in, in regards to relationships, like mm-hmm. with other people. Okay. Yeah. So just like that. Okay. That's me. Most... The way I like, uh, it, like the way I like to think of it is, you, you, it's tough. In life, you have to choose your burdens. Regardless, mm. you're gonna have to choose your burden. You're not always gonna like something. Oh, not not everything's gonna be peaceful all the time for you. Something's gonna bother you. Mm. It was just, just that's how it is. And nothing of value comes with ease, man. Yeah, man. Peaceful like, is is so with that with that in mind, then I would say yes. It's worth giving up your peace for that. It just depends what it is. Like, cause mm. you said it's it's the thing that you can't deal with. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's it's something that you don't like, but you can deal with it. I guess like the real question is if you don't know if you can deal with it, it's mm. like it's a big thing for you. But the reason she has I, a lot of other good things, good characters about or this person. Right. The main reason I say yes is because without being uncomfortable, you can't grow. Exactly. So Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Stepping out your comfort zone. Yeah. So that's let's say I can't yeah. stand this, but you know, um, it's gonna empower me to grow. So it's fact. That's fact, that's fact, bro. That's what I was going to say, too, bro. Like, I've been watching more, like, videos and stuff on that. Instead of kind of just watching whatever crazy videos I be watching, I still be watching crazy videos and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But on YouTube, like, I be seeing, like, these guys, you know, kind of dealing with similar issues that kind of everybody deals with at mm-hmm. our age. You know, mm-hmm. in our early 20s, we don't know exactly where to go. And especially people that have been in, like, the same position their whole life, stepping outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like, it's times that, you know, you feel complacent or whatever it might be, whatever it might be. And now I'm kind of stemming off of relationships. But I feel like mm-hmm. just that thing of sacrificing your peace, it can stem for so many things just even outside of just love or relationships. Just about striving for what you want to do in your life. You know, situations mm-hmm. like what we're doing with here or, you know, things I want to do with myself personally. You know, Cooking. I find myself, I look and while I am trying hard at the same point in time, sometimes I do find myself saying, am I really doing enough? I think it's this thing because I know I can always do more. It's just about working that muscle. And sometimes you have to step outside your comfort zone. And you have to find what that is for yourself. It can be just, it can be something simple. 
something just to kind of build that discipline of doing things that you don't want to do. Because mm-hmm. you can't just... We, we have like once again this this romantic this like just this thing we want to romanticize this whole thing with chasing yeah, our yeah, dreams yeah. whatever it might be that it's all going to be good mm-hmm. we kind of think more so on the good but in life <laughs> a lot of times you're going to get way more L's and you're going to get the W's yeah. it's, like, mm-hmm. it's thing that we said before but I feel like sometimes we kind of just forget and we put it in the back of our mind so it's kind of just being able to do those things that aren't fun mm-hmm. being able to step aside that comfort zone to reach your comfort zone because eventually right. we all want to get to a point where we retire we sit back relax we say fuck all this shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but right. what you gotta find what that is though you're stepping outside your comfort zone that could be finding someone that you know finding someone that's a loved one a potential significant other that takes you outside your comfort zone makes you try new things introduces new things that you otherwise would never try before yeah. whatever that may be there's tons of ways to build that sort of discipline or step inside your comfort zone some people find it in maybe moving out from their hometown I feel like that's sometimes a bit extreme but that is sometimes what people need they need a mm-hmm. whole change of scenery yeah. sometimes it can be simply as building your building your discipline you can wake up jump and take a cold shower mm-hmm. I don't mean just like no no lukewarm like cold I mean like ice cold mm-hmm. ice cold shower and you want to jump in that thing, you like before you get in it, you just know it's like this is gonna be hell. Yeah. But you start off and you do that, it just gets your mind going. That's part that can, it, like these little oh, things. There's so many ways you can jump outside your comfort mm-hmm. zone. That so, leads into so Rob, much. Overall, I do think yeah, sacrificing your peace can definitely be worth it. You know, something you're going to have turmoil. That's the point of it. That's far. That's the point of it. Maybe you need a big girl, Rob. Maybe you need a big girl, Rob. Maybe that's yeah. Maybe I like, try some new thing. Flip that motherfucker over real maybe, quick, maybe man. That's your piece. How Come the on, man. fuck did they flip this? Why are you not in flip, your flip head? Th- flip hurt oh, because he got you. Flip hurt. Crazy. That's why. Flip I'm hurt. not in my head because he oh. got flip hurt. The, the, the bare minute you can learn a few new things. Oh, this is crazy. You can friend. I, I, I didn't you. Know, I didn't even know what sleep apnea was. So I was with a big girl at one time. Man. He got you. You learn all types of things. That ain't got your ass. That ain't got your ass. He got the hell out of your ass. When he first when he first said that, one thing I thought of is this one this one chick. Into a lot of the same stuff that I'm into, but one thing I just noticed, I couldn't help but notice, lips black as hell. Oh, yeah. oh like this motherfucker. Lips okay, black no. than a motherfucker. No, and, no. I, and I see like, and shit. she do, nice. and she do smoke like them woods and them black backwoods and blood. So like, you know, my thing is, you know, I've said before, like I'm not a big fan of girls that smoke backwoods like this. So <laughs> y'all look too pretty to be toting that fat ass turd and <laughs> gorilla face. Oh, so y'all too Smoke pretty em. to be toting that motherfucker. Smoke to be honest, like get you a joint or a bong or Facts. something like that, you know, <laughs> something like that. Facts. But I was like, there's so many other pros, but I'm like, damn, this black as hell. But maybe that's jigboos. No, it's just smoking. <laughs> your lips, or, or the toilet. I know your lips, lips get black as hell for smoking the woods. Yeah, just brush your lips. Mind your lips, they approaching. Your bottom lips still got some. They not. They not quite black. What? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Now your top lip gonna be black. Yeah. Like, oh, DJ, oh, your yeah. top lip black as hell. Okay. My shit about the same shade as my, my shit too. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> the bottom lip. It's not supposed to be black. No, nah, like the bottom that. lip wouldn't be black. <laughs> <laughs> but if it is, I ain't know you they own, but that's one thing I do. But yeah, man, uh I took a we took a crazy turn with it then. But you know, in general, I hope that didn't ruin it all for you. Shouldn't have. You know what I'm saying? Still wisdom. <laughs> Still wisdom. You know what I'm saying? That big girl rolling over. Surprise her. Surprise her. Surprise her. So my, you, yeah, you been, you're like, you, she on top. And you flip up. I don't do that. And you flip up. Oh, see, 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 see. You got you to gotta go the whole way, Sorry, man. You got to go the way. Niggas don't practice what they preach. You got to go the way. You got to go the whole way. You'd be surprised on how surprised they get. That's what I'm trying to say, like, DJ. They, they like that shit. They're D- like, oh, like, you you strong for real. Jay. Don't get me wrong. I've let it slide, but I'm not doing that. No, no. Hey, DJ. Hey, DJ know what I'm talking about. I need that one across the table. 
Nigga, you got to show on who. You got to show on who. I'm in the gym. Who? Curl that motherfucker. They on top. You some tatas. You know what I'm saying? You doing your business on the tata. Well, you got to think. You got to think. Like, they going to help you out a little bit. Like, the bodies, their bodies are going to, like, you know, <laughs> do what it gotta do, like for you to lift them. I'm being for real. I'm being dead ass. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not dead weight. It ain't like they die yeah, no, and you pick them yeah, up. Like they go. They gonna age you a little bit. You ain't yeah. gotta be. You know. Ain't gonna be Trevor. Fucking you know, Thor or some shit. Right. Right. But. You know, they like when you go ahead and, you know, hey, man, put that macho on them, you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. These are, that's a, he a real one for that, man. Yeah. You know, you got to get on top. Because like, you got to let it ride the way. You got to go the whole way, man. Right, yeah. The whole experience. Don't be discriminated. They say, oh, you can't. You know, go ahead. Right. That shit like colossal. Like I said, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I would say anything over 2.25 niggas wide. You got motherfuckers. You can't. You can't. Dang. You ain't doing it. That's when you roll. Always leave it alone. Come on, you roll. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you're on top. Put <laughs> motherfuckers shit. Oh my gosh. Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said, so, 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 how are you doing that? He said, damn, bitch, you just roasting yourself at this point. Literally. He's saying, no, it's I lift my big ass. Literally. Nah, literally. No, it's I lift they my big ass. They literally cooked themselves. <laughs> nah, I'm like, they, they hit that I'm anime like, scene. Oh, how did he do that? <laughs> literally. <laughs> dead ass. Dead ass. Dead fucking ass. I love I me big women. That, I man. love big women. You know what I'm saying? I do that. But like you gonna in that in that moment you are gonna get the extra strength to summon. To summon. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Sexual energy is a strong energy of, response. Uh, you can't fold in the clutch. You can't fold in the clutch. Like I said, you either mm-hmm. gonna be clutched like Kobe, and that you gonna fold. But Kobe, Simple. damn. Okay. Well, you had to slob like that. That was more clutch. Unnecessary glaze. more clutch. Unnecessary glaze. Unnecessary glaze. Man. Y'all, it's been a great episode. Mm-hmm. Man, to close this out, just real quick, DJ, spit some of that finance knowledge on them real quick. Oh, man. Um, y'all got to stop bullshitting with cars, man. I, I I be at work, and I be seeing people, you know, in our friend group. That's crazy. Um, and they be glazing these cars, man, you yeah. know. Oh, that car nice as hell. Car, your mindset on cars, they shouldn't be impressive unless they paid off. I know people at my job that got these clean ass, oh, and I mean man. nice, like mm-hmm. Mercedes Benz, oh, nice Ford Mustang. Then I, I, they tell me the car note, seven hundred dollars. I'm that, that like, damn dumb as hell. Damn dumber than a bag of bricks. Damn. Like nigga, you work at the same spot as me. Specs. I know you ain't making more than like six hundred plus a week. Like mm-hmm. come on, damn. That damn. whole thing going to your whip. Niggas be three, four, five months behind on yep. car notes, <laughs> but don't give a damn. They still got that hell I'm like, cat. Nigga, just get a Camry. Please just do yourself a favor, get a camera or something, oh. bro. Mr. Bishi Galant, that motherfucker held me down for so long. Only reason I still driving it now, cause someone kept hitting that motherfucker. I hit with a bus, I hit with all <laughs> type of shit. <laughs> so the key oh, word man. here is cars. Y'all need to move with this mindset. Cars should not be impressive unless you can pay them off. Or just even better if you can just afford it. Damn it. Mm-hmm. But even then, y'all don't even understand what afford it means. Because afford, because you don't necessarily want to just pay it all off right away all the time. Because mm-hmm. you know, so you could be, it's good to build your credit. With yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? But a lot of people say, well, it's only four hundred dollars a month. I can afford it. Yes, technically. But on top of all of your other bills, you come out of it with nothing. Right, it's if like, not negative. Trying to build your shit. Like, come on, man. I told, like I said, I keep bringing it up. Nigga Brian, not, 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 you know what I'm saying? Not the one that's running the show. Not that Brian, you know what I'm saying? He not doing that. You got a, you got, you got a, you got a Hyundai, right? You got a Hyundai, right, Brian? <laughs> either way. Oh, what's like, Yeah, either way. Either way. Either way. Talking about so, oh, yeah, I want to get this scat pack. You can't afford that motherfucker. He's old, but it's like 800 something dollars a month. I say, nigga, you work at the airport. Come on, bro. <laughs> that's ridiculous. And, and like, like, come on. It's not to diminish his job because he has no. a good job. Mm-hmm. He has but a good job. But $800 is insane. 
insane. Yeah. That's some people's rent. <laughs> like that's crazy. And that don't even include insurance, gas, maintenance. Like, no. Come on, man. Yeah, you go all this. We talked yeah. about this before, man. Leave the motherfuckers just alone. Y'all, the show's not over. Link in the description. Patreon. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to join the Discord either because they be, you know what I'm saying, they be knowing stuff first. We be having great conversations in there. We got more plans for that too. We got to be more active with that. You know what I'm saying? Have like little game nights and shit like that. Stuff like that. Us three got a PC. You need a PC too, man. Save up, man. Start having shit in there. Having fun in there. Either way, y'all, got the Patreon exclusive live coming up. You know what I'm saying? Link in the description. Join us, bro. Black Street Boys. We gone.